Planet Funk on FirstRadio.net. Thank you all for tuning in to Planet Funk on BurstRadio.net. Uh, tonight's going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's so dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we have uh, QMOOG with us tonight. And uh, he gave me a whole album that he produced here. And uh, like I said, it's going to be a little different because uh, we're going to talk to him for a little while and uh, let some of his tunes play in the background here because um, he is the first guest that's not going to DJ, but we're going to let most of his album play so you can get a, a, a good feel for the kind of music that uh, he produces and uh, yeah, it should be sweet. Uh, so first of all, do you want to just uh, introduce yourself? What's going on, young world? How you doing? What's going on? <laughs> and you are QMOOG? I am. I am. I so am. one thing I, I was curious about, because uh, I know we uh, we were emailing back and forth, and this is one thing that I didn't even uh, think of when we were when we were emailing each other, is uh, QMOOG is, is kind of an interesting name. How did you come about QMOOG? Like, where did that come from? Okay, uh, several years ago, I was invited to uh, sit in with a partner of mine. Uh, his, uh, his partner, they were supposed to do a live performance, unfortunately. Uh, my buddy and his partner, uh, they couldn't get it together, so he asked me to uh, step in for him. And uh, we had a good time, performed at the University of Detroit Mercy, and uh, uh, we were looking to continue on with that. We were trying to find a name for ourselves. So I happened to be at a music store one day playing around with a keyboard and uh, came across this incredible sound I thought was awesome. And uh, it was QMOOG, and I, I haven't heard anything like it. And I said, yeah, this is it. This is it. So I just uh, I continued on with the name, and uh, that's where it started. That's where it started. Awesome. Now, um, I wanted to... Uh uh, the uh, the other thing I was curious about is uh, what is it that first got you interested in music? You know, Brent, it was uh, I don't know. I was uh, I was young, and uh, I happened to uh, hail from New York City, and uh, big up to the NY. And so, uh, what ended up happening is that at some point in time, I just be started noticing music. I had an uncle who was very big into jazz. And um, at some point in time, as I was growing, I just, I felt like, wow, this is 
awesome. I, I just love music. And then I, I decided I wanted to be a part of this. And so uh, with my uh, God-given talent, I just started uh, later on in life, started producing music, started uh, uh, getting acquainted with the people around Detroit and what they were doing. And uh, that's, that's where it started. So you uh, you're originally from Detroit then? You? No, no, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, moved here when I was young, uh, and uh, just uh, had a young lady I used to date, and she introduced me to the electronic scene. And uh, eventually, I got into uh, I discovered techno and just fell in love with it and kept going. Kept awesome. Going. Uh, well. Uh, I'm curious, how long have you been uh, actually producing? Then, oh yeah, producing. Oh my goodness, it's been uh, it's been a good twenty plus years. Twenty plus wow. years. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Okay. And um, I I just started out, you know, like uh, a number of people around the world. You know, you get a keyboard, you get a synth, uh, interested. You start hearing sounds, and you start thinking, well, hey, I can do that. And so I. I like I said, I fell in love with uh, with techno, and um, decided I, you know, this was my thing. This was my musical identity, and then uh, I just start putting it together. Sweet. So, yeah. Oh, uh, one thing too, uh, I was gonna say that I I really enjoy about, uh, especially the link that you originally sent me, is the variety of music. Um, it's not just techno. It's not just electro. Uh, you, there's a couple drum and bass tracks in there as well. Yes, sir. Um, I see it pretty much like all over the board, then. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I've I've had a uh, an extensive. Um, uh, let's just say there's so much music in this world that is beautiful, and there's so much that one can be inspired by, and so. Uh, as a musician, I just I listen to a number of things, and a lot of that stuff eventually just flows through me. So I have to ask, with your jazz background, are you classically trained in like any other instruments, or? Well, yeah, well, not exactly classically trained. Uh, I just I look at it as a, a God-given talent, but I'm able to play a number of instruments. Um, what all do you play? Uh, keyboards, piano, bass, upright bass, guitar. Very awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it uh, it and makes you're me self-taught then. Yeah, yeah. You can say that, and okay. it's uh, and it makes me more rounded musician. You know, I I love techno, I love electronic music, but I like the opportunity to be able to express myself in different ways. You know, I don't necessarily have to uh, turn on the electronic instruments. You know, to start creating, I can pick up a guitar and I might come up with a nice a nice chord progression or something, and then just build from there. Awesome. Well, I'm curious then, with all the uh, the variety of styles that you produce, do you have a particular favorite? Oh, man, I just, uh, I love beautiful chords, man. I love beautiful chords. I like putting that, I like putting that hot beat to it. You know, I'll, I'll lay down something just real soft, um, like the track you're playing. Uh, just lay down something real soft and then uh, just put something hot over it, you know, try to make the people move to it. Awesome. Now, uh, I wanted to mention these are uh, off of a new album, all the tracks that are playing right now. Uh, is that album available? Absolutely. Uh, okay. you, can, you can find that on all your uh, major online music stores, iTunes, Amazon, 
uh, or you can uh, go to my page. We just launched uh, QMove.com and uh, just follow the link. Uh, we got something on Bandcamp. And what's the uh, What's the name of the album for people that are looking for it? Uh, this album is called The Knowledge of Good and Evil. Okay, is yeah, there yeah. Uh, is there a story behind that? Yeah, title, yeah, or? it's it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's biblical, and uh, okay. it's you know the tree that you weren't supposed to eat from. And so uh, it's it just. Um, I, I thought I peeped bitter. an apple on the cover. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the theme of it. That's the theme of it. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, I like it. It's very. It's this this particular album happens to be more focused. Um, when I got into the industry, I was just happy to get in there. I was happy to you know that somebody was listening. And now I just uh, just hone my craft, and I, I think it shows on this particular project. Sweet. Uh, well, uh, I'm curious, because you said you, you used to DJ and perform live. Um, have you ever performed outside of uh, Detroit or the state of Michigan or the country or anything? Or? Well, actually, I, I, uh, my, my DJ experience came when I was in college. I uh, had a uh, radio station, not as hot and cool as Burst. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it We're was. We're not cool. Somebody lied to you. Oh, no, no. Don't <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a little radio station um, show at a little college in Michigan called Olivet College. And uh, I used I've to spin. I've heard of that school. Yeah, yeah. And I used to spin. And um, that's that's pretty much my uh, my DJ <laughs> experience. Now, um, were, you, were you producing at this time? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. I was producing. I was actually getting my uh, my first project together. Uh, I was with a small label here out of Detroit, which eventually um, ended up uh, with a bigger label, Crammed SSR. If you're out there listening, to, thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, let the world hear what I do and um, put that out and then, uh, you know, just kept going from there. Were you able to uh, sneak any of your own tracks in uh, your your radio broadcast? No, no, no. no. I, I was just spinning the classics. I was spinning, but it it was hot. It was hot. You know, I just um, at the time, you know, I was just up and coming guy, just trying to get out there. You know, a lot of guys were uh, the scene in Detroit back then was incredible. You know, you can go from one place to another. You know, back alley. Uh, clubs and you know it was it was just a cool time to be in this uh, in this industry and um you know I was just trying to get there so uh, later later in life things started to come together and then I was able to uh, uh, put out some of my own things sweet well with this uh, wide variety of uh, music styles that you produce I'm I'm curious what inspires you most or who inspires you most musically. Uh, musically, I think I, I gather a lot of my inspiration from uh, Grand Mossy, 808 State fame. Uh, a number of you should know who Grand Mossy is. Probably, in my opinion, one of the uh, best producers out there doing electronic music. Um, a little guy called Gerald, Gerald Simpson. Um, just a number. Oh, Woodbird said, "Perk up." <laughs> yeah, a number of cats around the world. Uh, some of the guys here, uh, uh, Big Mike, Mad Mike Banks, uh, much love to you, Underground Resistance. Um, old associate of mine, Juan Atkins, Carl Craig, Kenny Larkin. You know, some of, some of those guys uh, 
just you know they, they were doing some uh, some very interesting things creating some beautiful music back then man and i think all of that came together to uh, inspire me to do what i do cool uh, now, is there anything that you're you're working on uh, other than this album that we have in the background? Is there anything new in the works right now? Or do you have any other albums? Yeah, yeah. I've got um, the first project, which was on uh, Crammed Disc, uh, formerly uh, SSR Crammed out of Belgium. Um, uh, currently, though, I am in works on a new album, which I hope to have possibly by the end of the year. Um, uh, something coming up more recently, I've been in talks with uh, Mike Banks again of uh, Underground Resistance, uh, Submerged Records, in hopes of possibly getting a, uh, a remix out on uh, Submerged, which will be exclusively out of Submerged. So hopefully they, uh, we're able to put that together, and uh, I think you guys uh, keep listening. You'll enjoy that. Sweet. Well, uh, another thing I was curious about, because this one you gave me, was a uh, on a, a CD, uh, and of course we mentioned it's available digital as well on your Bandcamp and everything. But uh, do you have anything out on vinyl right now? Uh, the the earlier projects, the um, uh, the first album, which is called the uh, the Arc of Blueness, which came out again on Crammed SSR. Uh, I believe they, uh, that's out on vinyl. Uh, it's actually, it may be out of print at this time, but uh, there may be a few stores around the world that, that uh, still have it or can uh, get a copy of it. I'm really digging this one. Oh, thanks, man. It's almost like a, like a kind of like world music kind of feel to it, like Middle Eastern and like, yeah. I don't know, it sounds like a sitar or something in the background there. Yeah, it's got a, um, to me, it reminds me of a movie soundtrack, man. It's just got this, uh, this dark, uh, deep feel to it, but uh, yeah, I'm I, uh, I'm very pleased at how this album turned out for the most part, and I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting this next one out. Sweet. Um, well, I'm another thing. Uh, I was gonna kind of pick your brain about uh, the music making process here. Uh, what kind of equipment are you running in your studio, or is it mostly software or hardware? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working with some software. Um, I'm working with the uh, the Reason program. Okay. Also, um, just uh, and, and just a keyboard right now. Um, depending on how the tracks come out, you know, sometimes. Like I said, I could be inspired. I might be, you know, sitting there with a guitar and something might come up. And then, uh, or I'm, I might just be on a keyboard, man, and uh, hear a nice melody or uh, a chord progression, and, uh, and then I'll just build from there. Sweet. Uh, uh, is there uh, like a typical time frame for working on a track, or is it just kind of very. Yeah, man, well, listen. Uh, I, 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 know, I know. I know. Some people will try to. They'll say, you know, like, well, I can't work on a song for longer than you know whatever because I don't want to keep changing it and changing it, and then you know I'll, I'll go crazy because you know I, I keep trying to perfect it. Or there's other people that you know they're they're very uh, you know as long as you keep having new ideas, keep working on it. You know they'll work on a song for a year if it takes them that long. 
Absolutely. I don't, I don't Absolutely. know if, which which way you swing or if you can go either way on it. Or You know what, Brent? However it comes. I mean, I might be on the track and I may be feeling it that night. It may take me 10 hours, knock it out. Okay. The album I'm working on now, I'm like maybe four or five months uh, in the making. And I'm still not done. So it, it, it really varies. And I think that's with all artists. If you want to, like for me, it's important to give my listeners my best. You know, I'm asking them to support me. It's very important that I give them my best, give them the best quality I can all the way around. And, and sometimes it takes time. Sometimes, you know, it could be 10 minutes later. It really depends on the track. It really depends on the track. Okay. Uh, now, I'm kind of losing track of my thoughts here. <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, one thing I was curious about is, uh, do you have any advice for any artists just getting started and producing their, uh-oh, you did something over there. Hey, Chris, what did you do? You did something. Uh oh, Chris! He killed the music. Oh man! Oh, you know what? I think he did. I think he, he moved that guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay, we're good. We're up and running oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. No, no worries, no worries. Yeah, as far as the artists are up and coming, man, I I wouldn't. I would recommend that you first, in creating your craft, also learn this business. Okay. Because it's very important that if you want to try to make a living out of this, you want to be successful, you want people to know who you are, learn the business. Learn the business along with um, perfecting your craft. And I think you'll, uh, you'll find out if, you've, if, you're, uh, if you're a hot talent, uh, your music will sustain you. But you'll need to know how to continue to market it, how to continue to... Uh, uh, get people interested. I think that's very important for any artist trying to get into this business or those who are struggling to stay in. And I don't know if you're talking about a whole, but I feel like especially Detroit, like you have to know like certain key people, like knowing the right people around here definitely helps you get your music out. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It's all about a who you know thing. And um, I've been fortunate enough to know a few people, know a few people who know a few people. Yeah. And that, and that was... And uh, we are a very tight-knit crowd yeah, here yeah yeah detroit is listen this this is techno city all the way around this is this is some people may argue about it but this is where it was born this is where it's happened and uh as long as we uh we stay in the box i think a lot of people will you know just come to realize hey there's good music is being produced around the world you know i can't take anything from london i can't take anything away from berlin but Detroit is, this is where it's at, and um, I think we've, and a number of the people here have inspired a number of people around the world who would agree with me. Awesome. Nice. Uh, the other thing I was uh, curious about, because uh, you said you've been producing for 20 years now. 20 plus, yeah. 20 plus bro. years. Uh, I'm curious, have you seen any changes uh, in yourself or just in even the process of how you produce music or 
uh, even your style. Uh, maybe uh, you know you produce a, a different style now than you used to 20 years ago. Uh, like, what's the what are, what are some of the most notable differences uh, you've noticed since you started versus now? Or like anything that makes you really proud of yourself as well is what I'm curious. I'm, I'm second ending that question. Okay. I, well, here's the thing. I think initially when I started. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to make some good music, you know what I'm saying, impress some of my buddies who were producing as well. Uh, but now it's more focused. You know, it's it's more about um, making it hot for the world. You know, making it, making people move, but making it interesting. You know, make it, the music that I used to do was, was maybe more geared towards the DJs. Now it's, this is more of a, uh, for the masses you know? you know one of uh one of my favorite drum and bass labels uh hospital okay. uh the manager uh london electricity he always said uh one of my favorite things he was talking about was uh how the focus a lot of times now is to produce music specifically for the dj or the dance floor and uh a lot of people are missing out on intros you know, they'll, they'll just start off with that, you know, basic, you know, kick drum, and that'll be their intro because they're trying to make it where the DJ has this long intro or whatever to uh, mix from. And uh, he said, you know, that's that's cutting a whole, you know, third of the track out right there. Right. And uh, he said, you know, don't necessarily make music for the DJ, make music for yourself. Exactly, and I would agree with that 100%. You have to be true to yourself as an artist. If you start, you know, trying to figure out what everybody else wants, you lose yourself in that. I think, for me, I make music that sounds hot to me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, if I'm going to take it to a particular person, you know, I can't say to myself, oh, uh, my man, I think he'll like it. You know, I should, you know, change the beats, this, or do this. I make it for myself. If I feel it's hot, then I feel it's ready. You know, if it's if I start making music for other people, then I lose myself in that. And I, I do anybody who's listening to me, you know, a disservice. Awesome. Well, uh, do either of you guys have any questions from Woodward or Eva? Woodward. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so uh, your future plans, I mean... Um you plan on uh, spending anywhere in, in town anytime soon? No, no, no. Right now, I'm, I'm focused on the production. Um, eventually, after this next project, I may be looking to do some dates. Um, but right now, I'm focused on production. You know, cool. I, I've, I've got this. Um, again, I'm looking at uh, possibly doing a remix with some of the elements from this album for uh, Submerge. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and producing, and then eventually I'll get out there and do some live shows and uh, uh, touch some hands out there and see what the, see what the world is doing. Now you uh, you said you're uh, mostly going to do uh, live uh, shows. Do you already have like an idea of what you're going to do? Like as far as uh, like are you going to run like keyboards and stuff or absolutely. drum machines? I, absolutely, I'd, I'd like to bring. Um, not only the electronic element, but the acoustic element. So I'm thinking, you know, the keyboards, I may uh, bring a live drummer, uh, may bring some uh, some horns, and uh, just make it interesting, not only 
for myself as a performer, but also for the audience. Okay. One, one thing I care uh, if you've ever heard of, uh, um, oh, am I forgetting his name? Malik Alston. Okay. Have you heard of him at all? No, I, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Not he's a, he's a local guy, but he he, okay. uh, he does uh, electronic music, but then he also yes, has does. a live band. Yeah, he also does well. jazz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. It's but, like I believe his band is like eight pieces. It's a pretty large band. Yeah. Oh wow! Like right. I walked into Whiskey Disco going to see Malik, expecting a DJ set, and here's his wife on the mic, and he's got like a whole brass section. I was like, oh. What did I just walk into? And then we hung out, you know, and it was awesome. Right, right. And he's a super cool guy. He's really nice. Okay, okay. Definitely someone to check out. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a uh, collaborative album yeah. or something. Yeah. Effort with Malik. Yeah. <laughs> Any, hey, anything is possible. Now, anything I have a question. So, your, up, your name, your Q Moog, um, does that have anything to do with like Moog synthesizers? No, no, no. It's, again, it's just a, a name that I happen to come across. It just happened to be uh, a sound and uh, a synthesizer that I just thought was interesting. I was just trying to, I was trying to find something unique, something to describe the uh, the collaboration between me and uh, 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 former uh, music uh, genius. I guess I would I would call him say a guy named uh, John Williams out of Detroit. He's, he currently goes by Billy Bob. And, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know, know Billy Bob. Yeah, you know Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah who doesn't yeah. know Billy Bob? Okay, Cycles' okay. old uh, tag team partner. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So that that that's it was me and him. That's where Q Move started, and uh, he's he's obviously uh, been having some success uh, with what he's doing, and uh, and that's great. I haven't seen him in several years, and uh, Big John, if you're out there, love you, brother. It was a good start for us, man. Maybe see you on the next time around. So well, do you ever play live anywhere? Like, would you? Yeah, yeah. I um, it's just I haven't done it in a while. I I used to. There was a time when I was doing this bluesy acoustic thing. So it'd be me and a guitar, and uh, I just sit down and play for a small group of people. You know, playing some tracks. But yeah, yeah. Eventually, I'm gonna get back to that because I I realize how important that is to some people who uh to uh, connect with the artist live. And so, yeah, yeah. I feel like I could see you playing at Winter City Wine easily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, may, be, that may be on the table at some point. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, again, uh, if people want to check you out, you said uh, QMoog Music, or just QMoog.com, Yeah, right? QMoog.com. You can catch me on Instagram at uh, QMoog underscore, uh, QMoog Twitter. Uh, I'm out there, so uh, be sure to check me out. Do you have the the direct link for your your Bandcamp? Oh man! Or is it just? Do you have a SoundCloud or anything too? MixCloud, any of that? Oh well, you know what? I do have a SoundCloud, but I don't. Not all the tracks are on there. You, um, if you by chance, if you want to hear a a variety of the tracks. Pretty much anything on iTunes, they have a, um, a catalog of the music. So what if you uh, don't have an iPhone? Because I am a Samsung user. And I'm you can still get iTunes. Going. Can you? Yeah, you just get it on yeah. a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can find me. <laughs> you don't, you don't, even, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't even have to uh, download iTunes. You can just go to uh, the website, I think, and buy music through there. Absolutely. Okay. And then Absolutely. get the MP3s. 
But, you know, there's other venues other than iTunes. You mentioned Beatport as well, right? Uh, uh, not, uh, actually, um, CD Baby. If you, CD if Baby. You, yeah, okay. CD Baby if you want the, uh, the physical copies. Okay. But, um, you know, like I said, um, uh, Amazon, iTunes, um, and uh, especially Bandcamp. You know, you'll be able to find it. If you want it, you'll find it. I'm gonna have to introduce some of your music to one of my friends because I'm listening to it and like I know he'd freak out if he heard this. He'd be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Cool, cool, cool. I hope I hope uh, everybody around in the world um, get an opportunity to hear uh, not only myself, but there's a lot of artists out there who are uh, up and coming, who uh, who are doing some amazing things, especially coming out of Detroit. So. Thank you for everybody that's been as uh, supportive to QMOOG around the world. I appreciate you. Much love to uh, uh, Reinforced, Crammed SSR around the world if you're listening. Thank you. And uh, everyone else who's been uh, supportive of the music. Awesome. Uh, I'm like fresh out of ideas right now. And I'm waiting for the uh, I'm waiting for the other DJ to get up here. <laughs> he just he goes, how much time do I have left? And uh, he just kind of pieced out. So I don't know. The floor's kind of open if anyone wants to talk about anything right now. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you and I got a gig coming up Friday. We do. We do. I saw that, and actually, I talked to Desi right after he did that. No, no, that's not Friday. Oh, okay. That's a different one. Yeah, over at the uh, Red Door in Ferndale's, uh, you, me, and Mr. Eric Henchman of Equal Recordings. Yeah, that's a that's like a newish club, right? Is that connected to Twisted? I'm not sure. I believe the Red Door is connected to Twisted. And if maybe I'm not mistaken, I think they just revamped. I think it was a. Uh, Boogie Fever esque type club before, and now they're just like revamping. Mm-hmm. That could be it. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but no, I've I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I've heard that the sound is awesome, the lighting's awesome. Um, yeah, I've just heard a whole bunch of really good stuff about it, but I have yet to experience it, so I'm actually really really curious about it. Um, what time is all this going down? So I'll pop in before I go to Jihab. Oh yeah, Woodward. I'm looking now. Oh, am I gonna have to uh, find this before you? Oh. You may have to. Dueling time slots. Oh, uh, no, not time slots. I didn't come up. <laughs> so Friday at Grasshopper, I have a uh, Sage Armstrong. Um, so Dirty Bird in the house again. Um, he's opening with Hollywood, and then Saturday we have Roy Davis Jr. out of Chicago, uh, legendary uh-huh. man. So definitely, if you want to get your house on, come check that one out. Okay, the Red Door Nightclub, two two nine zero one Woodward Suite B, Ferndale, Michigan. Okay, and the time. From uh, 9 until 2. Okay, 9 until 2. Sweet. Boo, I'll be at work at those hours. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, too. Oh, he ran away again. I mean, we're just going to have to keep talking. <laughs> um, I can go get him. Yeah, that would be helpful. Thank you. Um, 
No, I, I wanted to mention, though, tonight, uh, if you're looking for something to do after the show tonight, go check out uh, Moppy and Desi's thing they have going on over at Marble Bar. It is called Seven Inches in Heaven, and uh, yeah, it's an all-45s night, and uh, I was surprised. You, you look at, have you ever been over to uh, Marble Bar before? No, you know, I can't say that I have. I may have been by it. But uh, don't recall ever uh, going in that particular venue. It's it's really funny because you look at the building itself and you think it's like a dump, and then you walk inside and uh, it a palace, is huh? yeah it's <laughs> like a it, it it completely like I mean they have like these huge line arrays hanging from the ceiling and they have uh, you know like I don't know just really good sound it's a really nice looking venue inside it's just it's funny because you would not expect that from the way it looks outside. Okay. But uh, no, it's really cool. It's like I said, all 45s all night. You can't talk into the mic like that. It's unidirectional. Are you talking about Marble Bar? I am. Anyways, now that he's finally here, we got Mr. Mr. Sloth Boss in the building. Was that was that a sloth like a sloth movement? There. It was a sloth crawl. Sloth crawl. He did this weird thing with his hands. I don't know if you're watching the chat. You probably have seen it. <laughs> all right. Number anyway. one, uh, apologize for being late. Uh, not entirely my fault. but It's hey, all your fault. I'm a sloth, and uh, <laughs> so, like, you didn't expect this to be a quick maneuver here, did you? Testify, Steve. Awesome. Testify. Yeah, and then, all, you know, when a sloth finally gets around to doing something, it's usually pretty damn cool, so. <laughs> okay. Right? All right, then. Okay. All right, I got some good music for you here. Okay. <laughs> um, now... We've had you on the show before, and uh, you also have uh, played the Binaural Frequency show as well. This is my fifth appearance on Burst Radio. Wow. I love it. Did you have you played the the original Sunday show? No, no. Okay, all right. Well, unfortunately, you can't because that's no more. Okay. Yeah, that's not done. But uh, no, anyways, um, <laughs> you were too slow. Sorry, man. So, soft, all right, I'm all jokes. prepared now. Soft we jokes. just we just gotta uh, switch this mixer over, and we're good to go. Yeah. Anyways, um, I can't even remember where I was going with that now. Um, you have been on Burst Radio before, but for those who are unfamiliar with you, who are you? You are Sloth Boss. I am Sloth Boss. My uh, actual name is Chris Curran. I am a uh, techno DJ in Detroit for uh, about 20 years now, um, and. Uh, I haven't really made much of a effort to promote myself, so a lot of people don't really know who I am yet. But um, that's okay. I'd rather do this the right way and and have uh, more you know quality mixes that I'm putting out there than than just trying to you know promote myself for the sake of being a popular DJ. Okay, let the music speak for itself. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I, uh, when I first met you, you guys were holding it down at the uh, the VFW in like Southwest area. Do you guys still throw shows there? We don't, but I'm pretty sure that uh, there is still activity there. I'm not sure with who, but uh, yeah, we've kind of moved on to some other spots, and obviously, we're always looking for a new spot too. Okay. Yeah. And what he's talking about there is uh, my production company uh, with my buddies called uh, Service Tech. That's right. Yes. I don't forget about that. 
Uh, do you have uh, like a website or a Facebook group or anything for Service yeah, Tech? If you just look for Service Tech on Facebook, uh, you'll find it. It's easy, obviously. And then uh, there's a Sloth Boss page on Facebook as well as SoundCloud, too. So check those out, definitely. Cool. Uh, right now on my SoundCloud uh, page, there is a uh, nice, like, down tempo and IDM mix on there. All the uh, tracks on there are sub 120 BPM, so it's kind of unique. And then also there is a uh, a mix up right now with my good buddy Brian Kage. Um, now I'm bringing him up because uh, this Friday at the uh, Capricorn Rising party, <clears throat> we are going to be tagging from 12 to 2, and um, I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Uh, any more info for that? Is there uh, like a cover or anything? Or It's Capricorn Rising. It's uh, by Boys and Girls. Um, you can just hit up Mike Brill if uh, you still can't find it for some reason. I actually saw that today when I was scrolling and promoting for Grasshopper. Cool. Yeah, that should be a really good Because I'm a Capricorn, so it popped out at me. I was like, hey. Well, on that note, you get in free. Yay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, all Capricorns get in free. Uh, what, what does everyone else have to pay? I believe it's ten bucks. Ten bucks, okay. Yeah. But ten that bucks. is this Friday the thirteenth. Men's boots, ten bucks. <laughs> Boy, where's the where's the, uh, the uh, trumpet when you need it? <laughs> I don't know. Your phone. You're supposed to be the one that's. That on was it. that was wow. years ago, man. That was years ago. Speaking of the uh, the old uh, radio show, anyways. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else like currently going on? Any other shows coming up other than that one? There's a show in uh, Grand Rapids. I believe that is February 14th. I'm not sure what the name of it is yet, but I believe they're bringing in uh, Carl Meyer. So that should be pretty cool. And is that a... Uh, through my buddy Josh Tree. Yeah, I was just going to ask if that was a, a Mr. Tree uh, uh, production there absolutely um, josh is crushing it out there oh hell yeah yeah um what it is four 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 sound, sound system, system. Yep. yeah 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 check out his production company and the uh the events he throws because uh he's like one of the few people holding it down in uh grand rapids now that uh super dre is gone from we we, we stole her in detroit so <laughs> You know what? Uh, he's got a great opportunity to uh, kind of make a name for himself and his company out there because, um, you know, it's it's not so saturated like it is in Detroit here. You know, in Detroit, when you're throwing a party, you can pretty much count on having at least one form of competition, if not two, three, or four, on any given you know weekend night. And so, um, you know, when when they do something cool out there, it's like everybody's aware of it and everybody shows up for it and. Uh, Man, it, it's it's like a great party every single time. So check out Four Four Sound System on uh, on uh, Facebook as well. You know, it's funny. I, I picked Wednesdays because I was like, eh, nothing goes on on Wednesdays, and yeah, it, now there's tons of stuff going on on Wednesdays. So, well, I believe there's a gentleman from Israel behind me, uh, and he would like to know what's going on tonight. So, um, which gentleman is that? Because I'm supposed to meet him. Who knows? Is he in the back corner? I'm not sure. I don't see him right now. I'll point him out. Okay. Yeah, my friend, him, my friend called me. If you see him, point him <laughs> out. You would. You would. You yeah. Would. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
How about uh, like Mixcloud or Soundcloud or anything like that? Yeah, I already brought up the Soundcloud. I'm not on Mixcloud, or if okay. I am, I already forgot about it. But uh, yeah, Soundcloud, I'll typically have up a couple of mixes. Um, and when people check those out, a lot of times, uh, you know, it's just going to be like the last mix that I recorded on Burst or something like that. And um, I really try and tailor the, the mix itself to where it's going to be heard. So, like, you know, don't necessarily go there looking for a, a mix that's going to just, like, bang your face off because, uh, you know, I know that you're not going to be listening to that at a party, probably. You're probably going to be listening to that in your car, in your car or, you know through your phone speakers or something so yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah speaking although, of those types of parties every once in a while when you're when you're driving home you know or or to work or something at like you know six in the morning or leaving the club at five in the morning you need that like drum and bass rager to keep you up sure <laughs> yeah but uh awesome um is there anything else you want to throw out there before we uh, get you kind of finalized and set up? Well, um, yeah, actually, I, I just kind of wanted to uh, point out that the, the type of music that I'm going to be playing tonight is called IDM. And um, a lot of people hear that and really don't have any idea what it is um, or just kind of, you know, uh, just don't understand it to begin with at all. So, like... Um, I just kind of wanted to like give a definition for it. It's, it's lay some knowledge yeah, on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm down for that. I I think that IDM is essentially like taking all of the rules of electronic dance music and and breaking them. And so you're gonna have uh, you know elements that are too slow, too fast. Um, the melody may have been replaced by texture in some cases, or completely absent. Um, you know, you're gonna have extremely complex rhythms and possibly strange time signatures. Uh, there may be shifts in the, you know, BPM, and um, they kind of tend to be abstract in the emotions that they convey as well. So, um, hopefully, this shit is gonna make you turn your head sideways like a confused dog. Okay, I'm down for that. That's the objective here. <laughs> uh, a lot of this stuff is on scam and warp and schematic, and uh, is from like the early 2000s, which those is are like the, the labels. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Those are labels, and that, those are kind of like the, the golden era of IDM. Um, doesn't tend to be too popular these days, but uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not still living living it. So, okay. No, I mean we're we're always down for as long as it's good music, it's good music, right? Yeah, and if you don't know what it is, you you will in uh, about an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Um, well, I, I know we got to do kind of like a little mixer swap out here, so we're going to lose the uh, the background music for a minute, but uh, uh, I've been bad and I haven't updated because I lost my iPod and I've just been using my phone lately and uh, I haven't updated it in a while. So if you don't know by now, because we've been using this music for I don't even know how many weeks, but this one is uh, by Melbourne artist uh, Yanni Ho. You can check out his uh, label fin audio um and also one thing i wanted to mention check out his uh his business that he owns and runs as well fin industries because they just started making uh vinyl crates uh he manufactures and repairs all sorts of like backpacks uh, expedition gear crates stuff like that mostly for like outdoorsy type activities um, but yeah, he uh, he started making record crates, and uh, they look pretty awesome, actually. 
Um, so what does he make them out of? Uh, I don't know a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there's more than one material in there. Um, yeah, uh, check it out, finindustries.com.au. Um, I don't know if he has anything up from the uh, the uh, record crates on his uh, website, but uh, all of his contact info is there on the website, and uh, you can uh, easily get in contact with him and ask him about the, uh, the record crates. Uh, I think he's on, like, the second uh, rendition of them now. Uh, he made one version and uh has since improved on it i heard uh tom linder was one of the lucky ones to receive uh version uh 1.0 so if you're curious what it looks like and you know tom go uh check out one of his gigs and uh take a peek at his uh bag i guess woodward's definitely got his little ears perked up for that one too hey we he, could all he be- sat like up straight like what does he make a lot of? we could we could all I use mean, a, a new crate i mean you know yes if you knew how long I've had that war chest, oh. <laughs> Is it older than I am? No, not that that old. But, uh, <laughs> oh, ha, 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 ha. No. No. It's, it's well seasoned, let's it's put it that way. Days, it's, it's had it's enough. Seasoned, yes. It needs to be laid to rest. Eventually. Fair enough. It will happen. We'll get there eventually, right? Eventually, right. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to like figure out uh, all sorts of stuff here. Right? Oh, you, sh- uh, you know what? I don't have it. Shoot. I will find something. Um. Hey, Woodward, do you have anything to talk about? <laughs> now that we've like exhausted like everything. Oh shit. Uh let's see. Oh, I did read today where um Underground Resistance is uh putting all their releases on Bandcamp now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So Bandcamp yeah, because uh, I know um, his sister Bridget was basically handling uh, all of the mail orders for uh, Submerge and everything, and then she took ill. So on account of that, uh, they're doing the band camp thing now. Now, I'm not sure uh, if it's already up and running, but uh, I would probably uh, check out the Underground Resistance website with uh, more info. Sure. So, Underground Resistance website, things are flying through the air over here at First Radio. At least, anyway. Are we a go? How are we looking? No, we are, uh, we are switching back to the original mixer, but I'm uh, pulling this guy out so we can get some background music going again. We're having technical difficulties here at First Radio. Something like that. Anyways... Um, one thing I can talk about though is uh, the upcoming schedule because I just made a whole bunch of bookings, and uh, we are booked out till like next for the next three months. Uh, just Four until months. March. Um, yeah, this is awesome radio, isn't it? So Scudder killed Northern Lights the other night. I don't know about that. Um, 
also, I played uh, at Northern Lights for Sunday sit-downs with uh, James Kolchnik and uh, Jeff Melcher. Is that his name? I don't remember. I can't remember. Felch. 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 Uh, Jeffrey Felch? Yes. Um, it was interesting. It was fun. Um, so I took Scudder with me for some support, and uh, he killed it. I don't know. I played on CD players. It was weird. Mr. I've never really messed around on a CDJ was then scratching on a CDJ like five minutes later, so I'm, I'm sure he was fine. <laughs> However, I just stuck to vinyl because uh, I don't know how to use CDJs either. Um. Anyways. If you, tune in, if you tune in uh, next week, I promise we'll be a little more organized. <laughs> and we're going to have... Uh, <laughs> you, you ready for this, Woodward? What's that? Isaac. Prieto. Thank you. Uh, here we go again. And uh, M-Gun. We just need you to say it for us every time. Yeah, no problem. Uh, also, uh, the week after that, um, just confirmed Emmy and RC, which I'm excited about because... Uh, one half of that is uh, Rob Cortez, who have, I have not seen DJ since I used to play at, like, Crowfoot, like, 10 years ago or something like that. Jesus. Um, so that's going to be really cool. Um, also, uh, playing along with him will be Christopher Paul, who I happened to meet at, why am I forgetting her name, uh, Miss Chavez's event out in Hamtramck. Uh, Trixie's Bar. Uh, she does Strictly Vinyl Thursdays, and uh, we're broadcasting it on Burst Radio, except for we missed the uh, the last one because I got very sick. So that didn't happen. But uh, I was very excited because their last guest was uh, Edison, who I have also not seen play in quite a long time. Um, the week after that, we have uh, kicking off February with uh, Dansky and William Paul. Now, Dansky is... Uh, <laughs> New to Burst Radio, but uh, not new to uh, Urban Bean Co. Because you can catch him out here. And we're getting the intro again. This is awesome because... Scudder's <laughs> phone is possessed. No, it's just, it's literally <laughs> randomly picking songs. I have this massive nice playlist, playlist set up and it just doesn't jumps work. around. No. So I know this one it already got no. played, but whatever. Um, anyways, Dansky comes all the way out from like Philadelphia to play here... Uh, once a month on Thursdays. I believe it's the first or second Thursday of the month. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at something on 3.8 that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, so I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, February 8th, though, we're going to have uh, Gary Baldick and uh, another one I'm really excited about because I'm trying to get him to bring his whole crew down. Um, hopefully that will down happen. Down where? Um, just down, down here, down okay. here. Um, he the the other guest is part of a group called Detroit Booty, and they uh-huh. throw uh, ghetto tech events, and they're fun and exciting, and uh, it's just a bunch of ghetto tech music. And uh, do you play these events? Because you should. No, no, I've never played, but I've gone to them, and they're Why fun. Why not? But anyways, uh, Alex B. Skeeton is, uh, <laughs> is going to be laying it down Dirty. for us. Uh, on the 8th of February. Wow. Uh, I I believe you know this guy. Uh, He used to bartend, well, still does bartend at uh, Grand Trunk Pub, 
And uh, really, I know who you're talking about. He used to bartend there as well when we did Verse Radio, and he remembers us. I know oh, who you're talking about, Alex. I know he has dreads. That's yeah. silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So he's going to come and throw down for us. Uh, the 15th, I'm real excited. Our good friends here on Tuesdays. Uh, Adam Valentin throwing the Techno Tuesdays on Impulse Detroit. We are going to have an Impulse Detroit showcase uh, here on uh, the 15th of February. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead and we'll mention the other, uh, the 22nd of February and the 1st of March um, later after we hear Sloth Boss. But uh, on the 8th, which Ava mentioned, um, this Yay. is a show that uh, I've been trying to put together for a while. Um, I wanted to do an all-live show, and what better way to do it than with uh, case managers and biblical portion. So I don't know how we're going to fit both of them in here, but we're going to try to make that happen. There's probably going to be cables running across the whole floor it's in gonna here. It's going to be madness, and I'm going to love every second of it. Yeah, so if you like live uh, performance electronic music, definitely tune in to that show. Yeah, no, you should just come to that show. Like, you biblical should. Biblical proportions are amazing. Every time I've ever seen these guys play, they've just totally blown my mind. And they do everything on the fly. Like, nothing's even, like, practiced or produced. Same thing with case managers. Yeah, yeah. And so both these guys are just amazing when you see them perform. Uh, Biblical Proportion has a uh, a new vinyl out as well. Well, not new, but new-ish. New-ish, yeah. Uh, They have two now. So uh, go pick them up at, like, Threads or something. Or or the store uh, down in Port Huron. Loud music, yeah. Loud music and apparel. Well, anyways... uh, Chris has been uh, sitting here for a while, ready to go. So he's uh, itching. Yeah. I can, I'm watching him like fidget from over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, ready to lay some uh, IDM uh, knowledge on us. Uh, you are tuned into Planet Funk on VerseRadio.net. This is Sloth Boss. You say you're going through changes. Every day it seems your life is up and down And you say that you're looking for an answer Everywhere you look it seems it can't be found Like searching trying to find a rainbow No one's ever found the treasures told to be But if you're looking for a lover Everything you need you can find right here in me I've got the Midas
yeah, that was Sloth Boss. Well, damn, going hard there at the end. Only one clapping. I guess, yeah, I guess I'm the only one clapping. We're all clapping. Let's all clap. Hey. hey. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty different because uh, usually Sloth Boss was known for the acid house, but uh. Yeah, no, you just killed it. Yeah, no, Not that was, that that was you fun. don't normally, but damn. Yeah, he usually sucks. <laughs> <laughs> No. See, he said that, not anybody else. <laughs> no, seriously, I was like wiggling in my chair over there trying to talk to Ashley. <laughs> Anyways, um, I know at the end we usually kind of touch on events happening around the city, and uh, our good friend here, Jordan, is playing at one of these events. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on, Brent. Uh, oh, yeah. This is Benny De La Zona, also known as Jordan in the real world. That's right, I forgot. You, you switched your name up. It was, uh, I, f- I even forget what it was before Benny De La Zona. It was, like it was Rubber Belly for a while when I was playing at tires all the time. like a Rubber Belly. Spare tire. Okay. But uh, after... Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought we thought, we thought we thought we were being pretty cute, you know, and announcing uh, it's Rubber Belly and, uh, you know, wink, wink. But uh, <laughs> moving on and changed the name a while ago. So uh, anyway, this weekend, Friday night at the Annex, we got Lucky Charms from Amsterdam. He's coming off of Holy Ship. This is his first U.S. tour and the first stop on his U.S. tour uh, and the first time he's ever played in Detroit. So uh, he's going to be playing the headline slot. And then there's also me, Benny De La Zona, Vibe Guru, and Al Neon. That's at the Annex on Friday the 13th. Uh, starting at 9 p.m. Hope we see some of you guys out there. Awesome. Uh, well, after this, we're ending a little early tonight. And uh, after this, we're all going to run over to Marble Bar because uh, our good friends Moppy and Psycho put on a night called Seven Inches in Heaven. It's all 45s. Uh, they have Crate Digga and Satadon Data as their guests for this uh, month. It's a monthly, so every, uh, every what is it, second Wednesday of the month, you can go down to Marble Bar and hear all 45s, and apparently I'm playing the next one. So, what is that, February 8th or something like that? And you are playing as my favorite DJ moniker of all time, which is Mr. Seven Inches. Mr. Seven Inches. And he really lives up to the name. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't want to know how you know that. (laughs) Really? Really? Oh, well, you got inside information then, huh? I'm just not going to say what it's inside of. Oh, man. Just not going to go there. Why why are you digging a deeper hole, man? Why? (laughs) I feel like I'm blushing. You know you blush. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, definitely check that one out. Uh, Even if you can't make it tonight, go out there uh, next month. And then the month after that and the month after that. Um, the cool thing I like about uh, 45s in the night is uh, it's not just all one genre. I mean, it's going to be a whole smorgasbord of different uh, styles of music. So, yeah. Um, another one uh, happening the same night is uh, your event. Uh, it's the Red Door with uh, me, Jeffrey Woodward, and Eric Hinchman, as we mentioned before. Uh, that one's that starts at 9 p.m. It's $5, but it's free before 10 p.m., so get out there before 10 p.m. Uh, Saturday, January 14th, Roy Javis Jr. is coming to your spot, the Grasshopper. Yes, he is. And uh, I will be holding it down upstairs, as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Gabriel himself. Um, 
January, also January 14th, um, Impulse Detroit is going to be down at Coach's Corner for Idealers, along with uh, Megahertz Larry Bird, although he changed his name now, uh, but it still says Larry Bird on the flyer. <laughs> uh, Thread, Sinister, Dosage. Speaking of those three, uh, they're going to be doing the Impulse Detroit showcase here on uh, Burst Radio. Um, but at that show also, Steve Jones, Photon, and Parallax. And uh, it's $10 all night. It runs from 9 p.m. all the way till 4 a.m. Wait, and that wait, one's wait, at wait, Coach's wait, wait, Corner. Wait. Just to be, just to, you know, clear up confusion, just to clear up confusion, it's not the uh, Photon Destroyer. Oh, no, 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 no. I no. just thought I'd bring okay. that up. Yep. It's the, uh, the Poison Panda Photon. And uh, speaking of Poison Panda. Panda Apocalypse. Yeah. It's a thing. It's happening. If it works. I wasn't ready for that. I don't have that one pulled up because I want to talk That was my segue. Yeah. Um, Way to go, Ava. I I wanted something before that. All right. We'll talk about your thing before that then. All right. So I'm going to take it off track from some music for a minute and talk about some artists. So um, January the 15th at Artist Village Detroit is conglomerate pieces inside the mind of an artist. So basically, this is a mixture of distinctive and unique entities represent a movement of involving artists and communities. This is a professional networking artist expo that gives local and independent artists the opportunity to feature and exhibit their extraordinary works of art. This is their second annual event. They will host innovative artists to showcase original artworks, prints, paintings, drawings, sculptures, photography, ceramics, jewelry, fashion, glasswork, and more. Um, in short, they prospect to um, provide a raw, eccentric black tie atmosphere with live performances, a body paint show, and a fashion stroll. Moreover, they want to bring together an established and emerging artist to provide dealers, galleries, collectors, and buyers an access to an array of contemporary works in one single venue. It's a very competitive show that draws a very sophisticated audience. It sounds really cool, so if you're an artist or you want to go see some really cool art, I definitely recommend this. I know I'm going because it just sounds amazing, so um, I do absolutely put that one up there. Um, Also, Pandapocalypse at the works on the 20th. All your favorite pandas will be there, and then some... And then if you're looking for something to do before Pan Apocalypse, we have DJ Dan coming to Grasshopper. And if you're old school and you know who DJ Dan is, you should definitely come out for this one because uh, show the man some love. You know, he's a great DJ and he's a really nice guy. Uh, another show happening on January 14th, um, Something in the Air. It's a City Air Detroit show. We love City Air, uh, yes, featuring Monica Gita, Players Club, Joe G's, Pigpen, Sonia Alvarez, Enjoy, Tim Chronic, and uh, Henry Brooks. It's five dollars before midnight. It's at the works. Goes till five a.m. Um, also, speaking of uh, Impulse Detroit, uh, Techno Tuesday. Uh, this coming Tuesday is going to feature Dark Cube and T Lender of Detroit Techno Militia. So definitely one not to miss. If you can't get down here to Urban Bean Co. Tune in on ImpulseDetroit.net. And uh, that's awesome because you're on the camera just sitting there spinning those things like crazy. (laughs) Anyways. Oh, he's ready to win the DMC. Anyways. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, Black Sex Tiger. Well, no, no. I was going to mention uh, before that. Uh, Ravers Against World Starvation is returning to I and My Brother's Keeper Ministries for the... Uh, serves the beats what they eat. Yep, serves the beat what they eat. Uh, it's awesome. They... Uh, Come out, volunteer, help prepare a meal, and serve it to those in need. And they have a DJ set up in the uh, cafeteria area to play music while people eat. So not only are they providing music, but they're also providing entertainment. It's an awesome thing. That one's happening January 16th. Uh, the, it, the meal starts at 6 p.m. So anyone that can come help, uh, it's a good time. Uh, usually, even if you just go by yourself, you'll probably recognize... One or two people there because it's just people you see out at clubs like helping out and stuff. Um. Anyways, uh, last thing I wanted to mention is uh, we started talking about uh, shows, but we skipped two of them. Um, this one I actually just confirmed today on uh, the 22nd of February. We're going to have Josh Halsell and uh, the one that I just confirmed today, Lady Intrigue. Uh, we finally got that makeup show. Um, she was doing the, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what they called their shows on Sundays. Um, it was the show we had on Burst Radio on Sundays, very short-lived for like the summer. I can't remember now. I'm drawing a blank as well. I'm bad. I own this radio station <laughs> now and I can't even remember the names of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it'll come back to you while you're driving home today. Be like, Anyways, damn it! That was really loud. Sorry. They uh, they did a show from Briggs, Detroit. Uh, it was really awesome. They had D. Win is one of their residents. Uh, Sunday started at like 5 p.m. and ran all the way till 2 a.m. and used to just broadcast right there from Briggs, Detroit. And uh, Lady Intrigue. Uh, was one of their residents as well and uh, I just remember falling in love with her s music that she played because it was all just like funky house classics like Freemasons and all that stuff I used to love and adore uh, but yeah she's going to be coming out on the 22nd of February and then uh, the big one uh, March 1st Planet Funk 200 uh, 200th episode. Uh, it's going to be stupid up here. We're um, going to be 200. Yeah. Um, don't tune in. Just be here. Yes. Unless you're like 432 hertz and you live in another country, then I guess I guess I can give you the pass there. But 432 will be in the chat, so we know he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks everyone that got in the chat. It was kind of active I, I actually i don't even think i looked at the uh chat the entire night shouts out to benny and bacon we love you mm -hmm. also g uh DJ rico suave. right rico suave <laughs> we're still laughing about that one <laughs> anyways um also a big thank you to urban bean co for hosting us each and every week uh come down here on another day if you can't make it on a wednesday because they always have good music and good coffee come down here on tuesday yeah you will not be disappointed. Yep. Also, uh, go check out our old host, Grand Trunk Pub. Uh, they still have awesome food over there, and they still have music uh, on their connected whiskey parlor. And um, they still Deep have Alex B. Skeeton. Yep. He's still working <laughs> the bar. <laughs> um, also, um, got to say, uh, 
Thank you to our man in command out in California. Jeff's not here right now, so he can't do it. Jeff but, of Doom. Yep, Mr. Jeff of Doom. Thank you for everything you do. And uh, yeah, peace out. I think I'm going to end the show with, uh, I know we already played this whole album, but I'm going to play one more by uh, Q Mook because his music was awesome. Yeah, it is. So yeah, peace out. And uh, yeah, QMook.com. Check it out. <laughs>